Good afternoon. This is All India Radio and I am Valsa Williams with the Midday News. The headlines Chandrayaan 2 successfully enters into lunar orbit this morning. ISRO chairman K7 says spacecraft achieved a major milestone. Karnataka Chief Minister B.S. Yadurapa inducts 17 new ministers in his cabinet. Defence Minister Rajnath Singh emphasises on indigenization of defence equipment to reduce dependence on imports. Supreme Court issues notice to the centre and social media platforms in cases related to linking of user profiles with Aadhaar. And Indian men's hockey team beat Japan in the Olympic test event at Tokyo to face New Zealand in summit clash tomorrow. The Indian Space Research Organization, ISRO, has successfully maneuvered Chandrayaan-2 satellite into lunar orbit today at 0902 hours using the onboard propulsion system. A press release issued by the space agency says that the satellite is placed in 114 kilometers by 18,072 kilometers orbit and the duration of the maneuver was 1,738 seconds. Following this, a series of four orbit maneuvers will be performed, including the one tomorrow, to reach an orbit of 100 kilometers over the surface of the Moon. After the successful lunar orbit insertion of Chandrayaan-2 today, ISRO Chairman Dr. K. Sivan informed that the plan is to touch down on the surface of the Moon at the South Pole at 1.55 a.m. on the 7th of September. Addressing media persons in Bengaluru today, he said, with this, the spacecraft achieved a major milestone. Dr. Sivan said, the lander Vikram will be separated from the orbiter on the 2nd of September and on 4th September, the lander will reach nearest to the surface of the moon at 35 kilometers. It is the trajectory to reach the moon. We are planning such that, that we are not losing any time. The precision with which our LOI and TLI we have carried out, I'm sure that we'll be able to achieve successful landing on moon on 7 by 155. Our correspondent has filed this report. On the uniqueness of the moon mission carried out by ISRO, the ISRO chairman said that it is for the first time by any country that an attempt is being made to land at the South Pole. All other missions of the other countries had landed near the equator of the moon. To land at the South Pole, he said the lander has to achieve a precise 90 degree inclination and velocity. He further added that the mission data generated by the payloads on Chandrayaan 2 will help provide inputs for future missions to moon. Saying that NASA has announced its next manned mission to moon, Dr. Sivan informed that for any habitation on moon near South Pole, the data generated by Chandrayaan 2 will be valuable. On first time technology being used, this time he said use of four thrusters on the lander and location assessing sensors are used for the first time. Sudhindra, AIR News, Bengaluru. Karnataka Chief Minister B.S. Yadurapa today expanded his cabinet with the induction of 17 new ministers. Governor Vajubhaiwala administered the oath of office and secrecy to the new ministers at a function held in Rajbhavan this morning. Prominent leaders including Govind Karajol, C.N. Ashwat Narayan, Lachman Savadi, K.S. Ishwarappa, R. Ashok, Jagdish Shetha and B. Sri Ramalu are among those who were sworn in today. The lone independent MLA H. Nagesh was also inducted into the cabinet. Among the 17 cabinet ministers, Jolesha Shikala Anna Sahib is the only woman minister. Yadiyurappa announced 
that a cabinet meeting will be held after the expansion. This is the first expansion of the Council of Ministers after he assumed office on the 26th of July and proved his government's majority on the floor of the Assembly on the 29th of July after the previous coalition government collapsed due to resignation of their 17 MLAs. Defence Minister Rajnath Singh has emphasised the need for indigenization of defence equipment to reduce dependence on imports and improve operational capability of the armed forces. He also stressed on keeping pace with technological advancements to bolster defence production. Mr Singh was speaking at a seminar of modernization and indigenization plans of the Indian Air Force in New Delhi today. The Defence Minister also invited foreign companies to invest in India's defence manufacturing. He said efforts are on to engage the private sector through Make in India initiative in the sector. In pursuance with the Make in India initiatives by the Government of India, by Indian IDDM is the most preferred category for procurement and it is expected to promote indigenously designed products and bring significant investment in defence research and development. Delivering the keynote address at the seminar, Air Chief Marshal B.S. Thanoa said high-end obsolete equipment is being replaced with indigenously developed ones. He said operational capability of the Air Force requires induction of state-of-the-art equipment. He also stressed the need for procurement of more aircraft to project India's air power. In Jammu and Kashmir, Pakistan resorted to yet another incident of ceasefire violation by starting indiscriminate and unprovoked firing in the border district of Punch in Jammu Division today. Defence spokesperson told AIR News that about, at about 11 a.m. Pakistani troops violated ceasefire by firing small arms and shelling with mortars in Krishna Ghati sector of Punch district. However, alert Indian troops retaliated and returned the fire effectively to silence the park guns. When reports last came in, the exchange of fire was going on. However, no loss of life or injury to anyone was reported from the Indian side. Union Minister for Housing and Urban Affairs Hardeep Singh Puri today stated that Prime Minister Narendra Modi's vision and target of housing for all by 2022 is going to be achieved in one to two years. The minister was speaking at the 15th National Convention on Housing for All 2022 in New Delhi today. Mr. Puri said the transition to a $5 trillion economy requires 10 to 12 percent rate of growth and this growth can be structured with the real estate sector. We were so preoccupied with agriculture and rural development that we forgot that today the urban space in fact does not only provide a win-win but there is no option. In order to be able to achieve that 10-12% rate of growth, you need all the economic stakeholders on board and you need the construction industry to step up. This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates round the clock, follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. The Supreme Court today agreed to hear a plea of Facebook for transfer of cases related to demands for linking of social media profiles of users with Aadhaar number pending before the High Courts of Madras, Bombay and Madhya Pradesh to the Apex Court. The top court issued notice to the Centre, Google, Twitter, YouTube and others and sought their response by the 13th of September. The bench said the hearing in related cases pending before the Madras High Court will continue, but no final order will be passed. 
Facebook is resisting the state's suggestion on grounds that sharing of 12-digit Aadhaar number, the biometric unique identity, would violate privacy policy of users. The company had said that it cannot share the Aadhaar number with a third party as the content on its instant messaging WhatsApp was end-to-end encrypted and even they do not have access to it. In Uttarakhand, the death toll in Mori subdivision of Uttarkashi district has risen to 13, whereas five people are still missing. Rescue and relief operation is in full swing for the third consecutive day today. Chief Minister Trivendra Singh Rawat is visiting the disaster-affected areas. Meanwhile, a major communication network has been established in Arakot for coordinating rescue and relief operations in affected areas. The essential commodities have been supplied to the affected areas through helicopters. According to initial estimates, almost 12 villages were affected by the rain-related natural disaster. PWD engineers are engaged in restoring the roads which were washed away. Meanwhile, River Yamuna continued to swell today and was flowing above the danger level in the national capital. More than 10,000 people living in low-lying areas along the Yamuna in the city were evacuated by government agencies as the river breached the danger mark last evening. Union Home Minister Amit Shah today reviewed the issues related to final publication of the National Register of Citizens, NRC, in Assam. The review meeting held in New Delhi was attended by the Chief Minister of Assam, Union Home Secretary, Chief Secretary Assam and senior officers. Extensive deliberations have been held on the issue between the Union Ministry of Home Affairs, MHA, and the State Government of Assam in recent weeks. It was decided that in order to facilitate the persons excluded from the NRC, adequate arrangements will be made by the state government to provide full opportunity to appeal against their non-inclusion. Several members of parliament, led by Lok Sabha Speaker Om Birla, paid floral tributes at the portrait of former Prime Minister Rajiv Gandhi on his 75th birth anniversary in parliament today. Congress Party Interim President Sonia Gandhi and leaders including Rahul Gandhi and Ghulam Nabi Azad along with BJP veteran LK Advani and Subramanian Swami were among those who paid tributes on the occasion. President Ramnath Kovind has expressed grief at the demise of music composer Khayyam. In a tweet, Mr. Kovind said the legendary composer brought joy to millions and will always be remembered for his compositions. He extended his condolences to his family and well-wishers. Veteran music director composer Khayyam passed away after a prolonged illness at a hospital in Mumbai yesterday. He was 92. External Affairs Minister S.J. Shankar has said that Bangladesh presents a model relationship in India's neighborhood first policy. He was addressing the media after holding bilateral discussion with the Bangladeshi Foreign Minister, Dr. A.K. Abdul Momin, in Dhaka today. He said the partnership between the two countries will benefit by controlling terror, crime and extremism. S. J. Shankar said increased connectivity in rail, road and air benefits both sides. He said the purpose of this visit is to affirm the strong relationship between the two countries and also to prepare for the forthcoming visit of Prime Minister Sheikh Hasina to India. 
External Affairs Minister S. Jashankar today said that India-Bangladesh relationship is in a golden phase. After holding discussions with his Bangladeshi counterpart, Dr. Jashankar said India will partner with Bangladesh in its forthcoming celebration of Bangabandhu centenary as well as the Golden Jubilee celebration of its liberation. His visit has further cemented the strong friendly ties between the two countries which spans from infrastructure to increased people-to-people ties. India-Bangladesh relationship has grown from strength to strength and it is hoped that the visit will add further strength to it. Rajesh Jha, Yaya News, Dhaka. Speaking about Rohingya refugees, he said India wants a safe, sustainable and speedy return of displaced persons, which is in the interest of all three countries. Dr. Jaishankar will call on Prime Minister Sheikh Hasina later in the afternoon today. He will leave for Kathmandu tomorrow morning. Union Minister of Civil Aviation Hardeep Singh Puri has announced that the Holongi Airport in Itanagar will be completed by March 31, 2022. Mr. Puri made the announcement while reviewing the status of civil aviation in Arunachal Pradesh through a video conference with Chief Secretary Naresh Kumar. Prime Minister Narendra Modi laid the foundation stone for the construction of the Greenfield Airport at Holongi near Itanagar on the 9th of February this year. Russia today said the United States was ramping up military tensions by testing a medium-range cruise missile weeks after tearing up a pact with Russia. Russian Deputy Foreign Minister Sergei Rabkov said the U.S. has obviously taken a course towards escalation of military tensions. Earlier, the U.S. Defense Department has announced that the test of a medium-range ground-launched cruise missile from the U.S. Navy-controlled San Nicolas Island off the coast of Los Angeles, California. Indian men's hockey team today booked a summit clash berth in the Olympic test event being held in Tokyo by trouncing hosts Japan. Striker Mandeep Singh struck a fine hat-trick to help the Indian team beat Japan 6-3. India will face New Zealand in the summit clash tomorrow. Sensex for the Bombay Stock Exchange was up marginally by 6 points to trade at 37,408. Divergently, Nifty at the National Stock Exchange was trading marginally down by 11 points at 11,043. And now before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Chandrayaan-2 successfully enters into lunar orbit this morning. ISRO Chairman K. Sivan says spacecraft achieved a major milestone. Karnataka Chief Minister B.S. Yadirapha inducts 17 new ministers in his cabinet. Defence Minister Rajnath Singh emphasises on indigenization of defence equipment to reduce dependence on imports. Supreme Court issues notice to the centre and social media platforms in cases related to linking of user profiles with Aadhaar. And Indian men's hockey team beat Japan in the Olympic test event at Tokyo to face New Zealand in summit clash tomorrow. And with that, we end the midday news.